Somebody worship the Lord tonight. Somebody lift up your voice and praise Him right now. I will lift my voice. I will lift my hand. I will lift my heart. I will lift my worship to you, Lord, because you're worthy. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 14. 1 Samuel chapter 14 and verse number 18. I feel a particularly strong burden tonight. And I hope that you came ready to receive the word of the Lord and not just go through the motions because the Lord has laid a very specific word on my heart for this church. This is not a generic word. This is a specific word for our congregation. First Samuel 14 and 18. If you have that, say amen. And Saul said unto Ahiah, Bring hither the ark of God, for the ark of God was at that time with the children of Israel. And it came to pass, while Saul talked unto the priest, that the noise that was in the host of the Philistines went out and increased. And Saul said unto the priest, Withdraw thine hand. And Saul and all the people that were with him assembled themselves, and they came to the battle. And behold, every man's sword was against his fellow, and there was a very great discomfiture. Moreover, the Hebrews that were with the Philistines before that time, which went up to them into the camp from the country round about, even they also turned to be with the Israelites that were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel which had hid themselves in Mount Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, even they also followed hard after them into battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle passed over unto Beth-Avon. I'd like to preach from this subject. The battle went to Beth-Avon. The battle went to Beth-Avon. Can we put our Bibles down? And one more time, without the praise team pumping us up, could we lift our voice and lift our hands and worship the Lord? Does anybody have a praise on your lips tonight? Why don't you just let it loose right now in the name of Jesus. God, if I've ever felt the anointing, I feel it right now, Lord. I pray that you'd help somebody tonight. Help me, your humble messenger, Lord. I'm not worthy to carry the gospel. I'm not worthy to carry your word. But I thank you, Lord, for your hand upon me. We give you praise. And everyone said in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. Israel was facing an enemy that they would fight over and over again, the Philistines. The Philistines were a persistent problem for Israel. Their military was more advanced than Israel's armies. God's people were outnumbered, outmatched, and outmaneuvered, and they were afraid. It was so bad that the only two men with a sword or a spear was King Saul and his son Jonathan. Everyone else was going into battle with farming equipment. In fact, the only place that they could have their weaponry sharpened was in Philistine 
blacksmith places. And so God's people were not even able to prepare their own weaponry for battle. This was a dire and dangerous situation. To make matters worse, King Saul was already beginning to show signs of backsliding. Saul thought because he was a king, he could ignore the old prophet Samuel. He had disobeyed the prophet and offered up unacceptable sacrifices to the Lord. The spirit of Saul is alive and well today. There are far too many Christians who think they can have God's favor without listening to God's man. You will lose God's favor when you start thinking you know better than the man of God. God does not operate that way. You can't accept God and reject his man at the same time. God told Saul, I would have established your kingdom forever in Israel, but because you have disobeyed me and disobeyed the voice of my prophet, your kingdom and your lineage is going to come to an end. Do you want to win battles tonight? Does anybody want to win battles for the Lord? Then listen to the man of God. Do you want to be great in the kingdom of God? Then you need to listen to the man of God. Do you want your lineage to be established? Then you better listen to the man of God in your life. Do you want to have a future? You need to listen to the man of God. I find it interesting that Jonathan, Saul's son, who would have been the heir apparent to be the next in line to be the king of Israel, was able to sustain in his spirit a good attitude in spite of the fact that his own father forfeited his ability to be the next king of Israel. I'm going to tell you, that is a faithful individual that said, I realize that my father blew it for me, but I'm still going to stand behind the man of God. I'm still going to stand on the word of God. I'm still going to fight for the things of God. I'm still going to be faithful to the house of God. I may never be the king. I may never be the pastor. I may never be the preacher, but I'm going to keep on fighting. I'm going to keep on serving the Lord. That's the heart of a true individual who loves the Lord. So now God's people were going into battle with a king who did not have God's favor. They had inferior weapons and the prophet Samuel didn't even go with them into battle as an advisor or a prayer warrior. Things were looking really bad. You know, when things get tough, it separates the good people from the bad people really fast. If you want to find out who you can trust, wait for an emergency, and you'll figure out who you can depend on real fast. Listen to me. Churches are like that too. Everyone can shout and show up when things are going great. But when the enemy shows up, there's suddenly nowhere to be found. Everybody can give when the blessings are flowing, but when adversity comes, they're nowhere to be found. But there are precious few people that can testify like Job that the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. 
There are a freshest few people who have decided, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. They're worshiping in the good times, and they're worshiping in the bad times. They're praising in blessing, and they're praising in adversity. That is the kind of person I want to be in 2017. I want to be blessing the Lord at all times, through every circumstance, in every situation. I'm going to be blessing the Lord. When it's Snowmageddon, I'm going to bless the Lord. When it's 104, I'm going to bless the Lord. When I've got overflow in my bank account, I'm going to bless the Lord. When my checks are bouncing, I'm going to bless the Lord. When I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, I'm going to bless the Lord. When everything's going good, I'm going to bless the Lord. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what the enemy's doing. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth the enemy can't change my dedication I said the enemy can't change my dedication I said the enemy can't change my dedication the Philistines can't defeat my faithfulness the devil can't have my devotion Somebody needs to shout that tonight. The devil cannot have my devotion. It's not for sale. It's not for sale. I'm not giving it away. The old song, we used to sing it all the time, and I still like it. It says, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world didn't take it away. This peace that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. This saving grace that I have, the world world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away this victory that I have in my soul the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord somebody praise the Lord somebody somebody's going to wake up in just a minute here and we're going to have some real church tonight but there will always be those with a faint heart who give up when things get tough. When the battle looked hopeless, there were three kinds of backsliders within the house of Israel. Number one, the Bible tells us that some of them joined the enemy. Yes, they did. They said, if we can't beat them, we'll join them. I see Christians doing this all the time. Nobody wants to live holy, so we'll just all be unholy. Nobody wants to worship anymore, so we'll just sit here like a bump on a log. We can't change the culture, so we'll become like the culture. We can't get delivered, so we'll just accept defeat. We can't take that land because the giants are too big. We can't take the city because the walls are too strong. We can't pray because they'll throw us into a den of lions. We might as well just bow down to the statue because the furnace is too hot and Nebuchadnezzar is too powerful. They say we can't have revival and preach the Bible at the same time. So they water down the gospel and call it grace. But what they've actually done is joined the enemy's camp. They fight the pastor. They fight the worship leader. I'm about to get in somebody's pew in just a minute here. They fight with other saints. 
They fight with their family. They fight with their friends. They kick against the bricks. They fight against the moving of the Spirit. They quench the Holy Ghost. They fight against the preaching of the Word. And they don't just resist the things of God. They actively fight against the things of God. They might call themselves an Israelite, but they're actually fighting in the Philistines' camp. They might call themselves a Christian, but they're really nothing more than a backslider. And I rebuke the Spirit right now that would fight against the things of God. It's fighting right now. I can feel it in my spirit. There's people right now that don't want me to preach this way, but I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I will preach the gospel. I will preach the truth. You don't have to like it. You don't have to love me, but I'm standing on the word of God because I know there's an enemy. I know there's a hell. I know there's a devil. I know demons are fighting against your family right now, and the only way to get the victory is to say we will fight no matter what it takes. We will pray no matter what it takes. We will praise no matter what it takes. We will sacrifice no matter what it takes. I don't care what the enemy says. I don't care what the enemy does. We have a God who is well able to give us the victory. I said we have a God who is well able to get the victory. I know some of you want me to whisper this message, but the only way I can get some of you to wake up is to start running and jumping and shouting. It shouldn't have to be that way. We ought to be excited without the preacher having to shake us. But somebody needs to wake up and stop running over to the enemy's camp. Every time adversity comes, every time resistance comes, every time the enemy comes in like a flood, the church shouldn't have to watch saints running over to the enemy's camp. You ought to stand strong. And when you've done all you can do to stand, go ahead and plant your feet and stand on the word of God. I said plant your feet and stand on the word of God. Because if you're standing on the word of God, you cannot lose. You cannot be defeated. Somebody lift up your hands and receive a touch from the Lord right now. Somebody get involved in the battle. You don't need to run from this message tonight. You don't need to run from this battle tonight. Don't let the enemy stop you from receiving what God has. Y'all are in trouble. I'm having to unbutton this button. That means I'm fixing to preach to somebody. Hold on. If I haven't preached to you yet, I'm about to. Number two, there were others. They didn't join the enemy, but they went into hiding. These folks went MIA, missing in action. These are the folks who just don't show up when you need them to show up. They'll come to fun night, but they won't help clean up. They'll receive blessings from the church, but they won't be a blessing to the church. They'll take, but they won't give. They'll shout, but they won't pray. They'll dance, but they won't travail. They'll be there when the blessings are flowing. But when things get dangerous, they're nowhere to be found. They'll show up to a miracle service, but you'll never see them on a work day or a prayer night. When you need them, they're nowhere to be found. They run at the first sign of adversity. 
They abandon ship at the first sighting of a storm. They lose faith when resistance presses against them. They want sanctification without sacrifice. They want righteousness without resistance. They want blessings without battles. They want purity without persecution. But I think I can hear the voice of Jesus saying, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven somebody ought to receive a blessing right now stop worrying about what somebody thinks about your praise stop worrying if they're going to call you a holy roller stop worrying if they're going to think you're too radical I wish we'd get more radical for Jesus some of us are losing our praise we're losing our worship and we're losing our victory some joined the enemy's camp. Some went into hiding. And some huddled in fear. These are the ones who are too intimidated to worship. They want to worship. But they're too intimidated. They want but they're too afraid somebody might think they're crazy. They want to enter into the presence of God. They desperately want a victory. But they're too paralyzed to fight. They're too afraid of the opinion of others. They're too afraid of the attack from hell that they know is inevitable if they really get serious about the things of God. They're afraid to be too radical for Jesus. They want to be involved. They want to fight. But instead, they huddle in fear on the sidelines. Almost like Peter when Jesus was standing before the Sanhedrin. They deny him out of fear. Not because they don't love him. Not because they don't want to be involved. But fear grips their heart. Can I tell you, God has not given us a spirit of fear. I said, God has not given us a spirit of fear. If you're in this building and you're battling fear, it did not come from God. It came from a dark place. And you ought to shake yourself like Samson. Somebody ought to just shake yourself. Young Jonathan was watching all of this and he decided it was time for somebody to do something. He didn't know exactly what to do, but he was radical with his faith. He knew that if he would just listen to the voice of God, God would go before him into battle. He knew that if he would just trust God, God would fight his battle for him. And so Jonathan decided to do something that probably sounded a little crazy. In fact, it was a little crazy. He decided to go by himself and attack the Philistines head on. Nobody told him to do it. And he didn't tell anybody but his armor bearer 
what he was about to do. He looked at his armor bearer and he said, I I think I'm going to go into the enemy's camp. And his armor bearer said, if you want to fight, I'll fight with you. Do whatever your heart tells you to do, Jonathan. I trust you and I trust God. And I'll go with you in the battle. Whatever it means, whatever it takes, I'm going to go with you. Can I remind somebody tonight that Jesus said, If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. I wish somebody would turn around and grab your neighbor and say, If we can agree, we can have the victory. Go ahead and do it. Turn around and grab your neighbor's hand and say if we can agree we can have the victory it doesn't take a crowd it doesn't take a full building it doesn't take hundreds of people we don't have to have the biggest church in town we don't have to have the fullest prayer meeting on the block all we've got to have is two people that get in one mind If you need a miracle tonight, if you can just get one person to agree with you as touching anything on earth, it shall be done according to the will of God. If you need a blessing tonight, you don't have to get this whole room on the same page. If you can just get your neighbor and say, we're going for a victory. We're going for a miracle. We're going into the enemy's camp and we're going to take back what they stole from us. We're going to go right up to the door of the Philistines he took my vision he took my faith he took my joy he took my peace he took my rest he took my health but it's not his to keep because I've got somebody who's willing to go up into the Philistines camp and we're going to take it all back we're going to get the victory we're going to fight the battle come on touch somebody touch somebody and tell them we're going into the enemy's camp we're about to go into battle together don't fight this thing by yourself we're about halfway there some of y'all don't need a victory apparently and see that's the problem either you don't need a victory or you don't want a victory or you don't think God can give you a victory but you ought to listen to the man of God if you're sitting by yourself You need to go find someone and tap them on the shoulder and say, we're going to get this victory tonight. We're going into the enemy's camp together. If you've got to get up from where you are, you ought to stand up and find somebody and tell them we are going into the enemy's camp. If you don't need a victory, you just sit there. That's fine. But if you need a victory, you better get a hold of somebody and tell them we're going into the enemy's camp. Will you go with me? Will you fight this battle with me? I've got your back, brother. I've got your back, sister. We're going to do this thing together. You're not in this by yourself. We're agreeing together. Come on, prayer warrior. Come on, prayer warrior, pray with somebody. If you have a speck of faith, why don't you exercise it right now? If you just got a tiny grain of faith, why don't you go ahead and exercise it right now? Jonathan, I'll go with you. Jonathan, I see the vision. I know it seems crazy. I know we've been hoping for this victory for a long time. I know it seems impossible. But with God, nothing shall be called impossible. Oh, I feel faith rising. I feel faith rising. I feel faith rising. 
Come on, go ahead and look at your brother and tell him, we're going to get this thing done. We're going to win this battle. I'm not going to stay stuck in addiction. I'm not going to stay stuck in depression. I'm not going to stay stuck in this disease. I'm not going to stay stuck in faithlessness. I'm not going to stay stuck here. I'm going into the enemy's camp. I'll knock on the door of hell. I'll knock on the door of hell. And I'll rebuke all of hell in Jesus' name. I'll go right into the pits of hell. And I'll rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. Somebody needs to loose your phrase. Somebody needs to loose your voice tonight. If you leave here without a miracle, if you leave here without a victory, if you leave here without a blessing, it's not because God isn't moving. It's because you would not get up and go. It's because you would not go into the enemy's camp. It's because you refuse to move. God is already moving. But will you get up and move? God is already blessing. But will you run into the battle? Or will you hide in fear? Will you quake? I'm going into the enemy's camp. I'm going into the enemy's camp. I'm going to win this battle. And I'm not fighting alone. I've got an armor bearer by my side. I've got a brother by my side. I've got a sister with me. I've got a prayer warrior with me. I have a child of God who's walking through this valley of the shadow of death with me. Come on, somebody. Grab a loved one and tell them we're going into the enemy's camp and we're going to come out victorious. We're going on to the battlefield, but we're not going to die there. We're going to win this battle because we're doing this together. We are unifying our faith. We're unifying our praise. Come on, child of God. Come on, Samson, shake yourself and let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on you. Somebody ought to speak the name of Jesus right now. Somebody ought to rebuke the devil in Jesus' name right now. Ha ha ha. Somebody's about to walk into a victory. Somebody's about to walk into a miracle. Somebody's about to walk into a blessing. Somebody's about to walk their way into a healing. You're going into the enemy's camp. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You can join the enemy if you want to. But I choose to walk with God's people. I choose to go into battle with God's people. You can hide in fear if you want to. But I choose to go into battle with God's people. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can go into hiding if you want to. But I choose to step out in Jesus' name. Ha 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 ha. 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You can be afraid if you want to, but I choose to believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The reason Jonathan had to fight that battle on his own in the first place is because Saul did not wait for the man of God before he prepared for battle. Samuel told him, Samuel said, you wait for me to offer up the sacrifices. And Saul didn't wait for the man of God. He jumped the gun and he went in on his own and he lost God's favor. Here's what I feel like we need to do. God wants to give some of us victory tonight, but we need to do it the right way. I think as many as are willing, I haven't preached long, we have a little time. Some of us need to come up to our pastor and say, Pastor, pray for me. I've got some battles I'm facing and I need the anointing of my shepherd to help me fight this battle. I need the favor of the Lord. I need the blessings of the Lord. And some of you need to come and submit to the shepherd and say, I, I'm about to fight some battles, but I need, I need the faith of my shepherd to strengthen me. He got love. Oh, I feel the anointing right now. Some of you won't do this and you're going to lose the favor of the Lord. But some of you need to step out and say, I, I want the blessings of God. I want the anointing of my shepherd. I want the covering of the man of God in my life. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Some of you are about to be strengthened in ways you never thought was possible. Because you're saying, I want the voice of the shepherd in my life. I need the voice of the shepherd in my life. I need the covering of anointing in my life. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. God's about to give somebody some victories right now. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer warrior, help us pray. Help us pray. There's some people carrying some heavy burdens. There's some strong battles taking place in the spirit right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I need the voice of my shepherd. I need the anointing of the man of God. In the name of Jesus.